Hello, welcome to Bell Fum Podcast. Wow. Hey, Bell Fum fam. What is up? My name is Melissa. And I'm Nizid. If you're Haitian, Nizid. If you're American. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It all depends on how you pronounce it. If you're Haitian, it's Nizid. Melissa or Melissa Mm -hmm. and we are so excited to welcome you guys to our very first episode Mm -hmm. um so yeah let's just jump right into it we're not gonna waste any time so Nasid, can you tell us about yourself what do you want our BFFs our Belfum fam what do you want them to know about you tell us everything girl okay not everything but tell us about yourself (laughs) (laughs) um well I'm Nezid like Melissa said Nizid if you Haitian, Nizid if you American, um, and <laughs> yeah, I am Haitian. I think we, I think we've established that. Right. Youngest of five, come from a big family. Which, I know, right? You're gonna be Um Let's see, what else? Born in New York, but raised outside of Atlanta. Uh, went to the real GSU, Georgia State University. Woo-woo. Right, right. And um, yeah, just doing this adulting life now. Now, HR professional. We'll talk about how HR. we got there. You're yeah. not a doctor? You're no. not a lawyer? No. I'm nursing? Talk- <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's just um, a Haitian girl who figured, you know, all these conversations that she has with her bestie might as well record it, right? Somebody else has got to relate to this. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm going to ask you some follow-up questions. I feel like you kind of skimping out on the details. So you went to the real GSU. Okay. Shout out to Georgia State. Go Panthers. Yeah, show did. But correct me if I'm wrong. But I remember you spent some time at another college before, or university, whatever, before you went <laughs> to Georgia State. So tell Look. us about that. Tell us where you went. Tell us what what brought you to come to your senses and become a Panther. You know, I was, I was, I was not come to your senses. <laughs> I, I um, went to the University of West Georgia. I know we got some wolves out there. Um, and then I was like, you know, I want to pursue a degree in kinesiology and West Georgia didn't have that. Yeah. Kinesiology. And I was like, I'm going to be a physical therapist because I was an athlete. I was an athlete all throughout like Mm -hmm. middle school, high school. So I just knew I wanted to be a physical therapist, work with athletes. I just knew guys, I had my whole plan. Right. And then I went to West Georgia and I was like, actually, West Georgia doesn't have this major. I'm going to transfer to Georgia State because they have Mm, just like that. Just to find out that I want to be a physical therapist. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you know what? This really ain't for me at all. I did not. I I just, you know, that's not my ministry. It's really not. Okay. That's not my ministry. So, um, yeah, I ended up graduating with a psych degree. We'll talk about that. <laughs> completely, completely on the other side. I know, guys. I know. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, okay, I, I so Georgia State. 
after my right so you transferred to georgia state Mm -hmm. and then so tell us how did you eventually land on hr because you went from mommy i want to be a physical therapist Mm -hmm. then you got a psych degree Mm -hmm. and now you're telling us you work at hr Mm -hmm. so how did how did you come there how did you land there i know what happened was i was just like okay what do you want to do one day you know i was just crying in melissa's room (laughs) (laughs) that happens frequently True story. And I, I just left anatomy, you know, it's just like, yo, I, I don't, I don't like this. Um, what do you want to do? And I was sitting with my advisor and she was just like, you know, these are the options that you have. And I was just like, okay, doing research. And I was talking to my sister and I was like, you know, the type of person that I am and the type of field that human resources is, it's a very broad field and so I Mm -hmm. I was like okay there's lots of options and lots of ways to grow here I like Mm -hmm. that you need a a degree of the understanding of people and the behaviors that could work in the HR field (laughs) yeah so I I I went I could have either gone the business route and gotten a um, degree in business or in psych to use that in HR and I went with psych and now you know doing onboarding stuff and you know all that exciting right. hr stuff. <laughs> so exciting oh the I thrill I, I love it it's, it's it's that's good it's intriguing yeah that's good mm-hmm. and, and i love that you said that i love that you said that you love it that you love what you do but child that's another episode for another day yes because yeah woo! yeah mm-hmm. So um, I guess it's my turn then. It I can is. introduce myself. So my name is Melissa Melissa. Uh-huh. Um, and if you're from Jersey, where most of my family is, y'all probably know me as Isha. Oh, Jesus. Right. And, uh, <laughs> I can explain that Haitian name another day. I feel like a lot of Haitians have like a Haitian name, like like a Tijan, Tijan. Yeah. <laughs> you have the paper name and then the actual name they go by. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So my Haitian name is Isha. Uh-huh. Um, but y'all can just call me Melly or Melissa. Yeah. It's fine. Um, so my job, I have my hand in a couple of different places, but primarily I work as a college affordability advisor, which by is day. just a fancy right by day, which is just a fancy way of saying that I help high school seniors find financial aid for college. So filling out their FAFSA, their CSS profile helping them apply for scholarships and just guiding them through that whole financial aid process. Mm-hmm. And woo chale, let me tell you, I wish I would have had somebody like that when I was in high school. I yeah. literally don't know how I made it through. I know how I got all them loans because nobody mm-hmm. explained it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I wish I would have had somebody doing what I do now for these kids. So I love my job most of the time. Um, I love the people that I work with. So that's cool. So like Nasid said, I do that by day and by night. Mm. I am an opera singer, a fully trained professional opera singer. Mm-hmm. Again, we're going to make that into a whole other episode. <laughs> but I always grew up singing. I'm, some of my earliest memories are me singing. You remember that song? <laughs> that was one of the first songs I sang in church at my godfather's church in Georgia. Uh-huh. And I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to be Britney Spears. And <laughs> Britney? Mom, yes, Britney. girl, I wanted to be Britney. Okay. But you know what? Britney's queen of pop. We could talk about that another, another period. Another time. So, 
you couldn't tell five-year-old me that I was not going to be Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera. Um, but fast forward, I ended up finding a love for musical theater. And so I went to a performing arts high school in Georgia um, and got a lot of training there. And it, was, it wasn't until my senior year when someone was like, hey, you should try opera. And I was like, okay, whatever. And so I sang a song quote unquote, like an opera singer. And I was like, oh, actually this is kind of dope. Like this actually fits me. Like it feels comfortable for me. So then um, I went to Georgia State University where I got my bachelor's and my master's in vocal performance. You got like 10 um, degrees. Bro, I have, I have two degrees. Everyone calm down. <laughs> And yo, my mom was not on board. She was like, music, what? <laughs> I was supposed to get an econ degree or try and be a nurse. And I was like, no, mommy, I want to be a singer. And my mom and I butt heads for quite some time. Um, even kind of like during my matches, my mom was like, you sure you don't want to be like a paralegal or something? I was like, no, mom, I want to be a singer. <laughs> Um, yeah, fast forward after grad school, I moved to Boston um, to pursue my opera career full time. And my, I don't know what has come over my mom. Something because my mom is like my number one supporter. I'll call her sometimes and I'll hear like music in the background. And mom is watching my videos on YouTube on the TV. That is beautiful. You know what that's called? Growth. That's growth. Okay. That is that's growth. Because five, six years ago, Paulette was not on board. Yeah. But now she's she's my number one um supporter and encourager. So I love her. Yeah. But yeah. So all that to say, um, I'm the youngest of three, three girls. Um, and we are originally from Pennsylvania, New Jersey area, but we've lived in outside of Atlanta since the 90s. So I consider myself to be a Georgia peach. Mm. And yeah, that's who I am. So to see, let's tell them how we met. Girl. So guys. You tell your side first. You tell your side first. Um. I really do feel like, you know how you have friends that's been around so long that you don't really remember how you became friends? Yeah, yeah, that's I, true. I, I feel like this is one of those situations with Melissa and I. I, I want to say it started when I started going to the church, our home church, um, and we went to summer camp. And I met this awkward looking girl. <laughs> Damn! What? No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm playing. I'm playing. But I think I want to say, long story short, I think it's we met at summer camp, at like a yeah. church summer camp, and ever since then, we were cool. I think when we got close is when I transferred to Georgia State. That's when we yeah, really, that's when when we got close because I saw her a lot more often. Um, we literally was going through life together. <laughs> things, literally. Things started to get real. And I feel like you know who your true friends are when life starts to happen. Um, oh, come on. So, say it um, again. She, uh, I was like, yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll keep her around. <laughs> Is that right? Is that not right? Sounds about right, right? I, I, I kept you around. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> so the seed the is the little sister that I never wanted. Demodil. But I'm so Demodil. Let's get Demodil. Be quiet. Oh, okay. Be quiet in your mouth. 
ahead, Masita's the little sister that I never wanted, but I'm so glad that I have. She's just my girl. This is my best friend. Um, but yeah, I, we did meet at summer camp, or at least like started hanging around. She was just like this, like a really hyper puppy. That's just like wow. <laughs> Like girl, but she was cool. She was cool. So we 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 became friends, and then um, I went off to college a few years later. And we uh, we live we live in the same town, but we are it was like thirty minutes apart, so we never really got to see each other like that unless it was Sunday. So you know we see each other on Sundays. We kick it cool. Then I went off to college, and then she went off to college. And then while I was in grad school, she transferred to Georgia State, best decision she ever made. Oh, wow. And uh, I was an RA at the time. So I was um, laughing earlier when the seat said, like, we would hang out all the time. I would just, like, key into her room. <laughs> Y'all hear that, GSU housing? <laughs> this was legit breaking to my room. And I knew I wasn't crazy because Melissa lived on the fourth floor and I lived on the sixth floor. And this time I would come back from class and I'd look at my closet. And I'd be like, something is missing, but I can't put my finger on it. And then this yeah. heifer would come in with my shirt on. Talking, yeah, girl, I had to go get a master key downstairs. I needed something from your room. And y'all should have fired her. She was the worst RA ever. <laughs> I was one of the best RAs they had. Well, I mean, I yeah, I I can't mm-hmm. I can't lie. But she that's all very true. Yeah. I would legit go into her room. I'd borrow a shirt or you know some lip gloss, mm. some mascara, mm-hmm. liner, you know whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I think in those in that year, or yeah, it was just the the last year of my, of grad school that we were together that we really became like super duper close. Um, and yeah, she's been my girl ever since. So. That's, this is a perfect segue for how Bell Fum came about. Like, yeah. what is it? Why did we do this? What is the purpose? Um, so Nasir and I talk all the time. And so this podcast is really just us letting you into our everyday conversations. Yeah. Um, but we were just talking one day and we were probably venting about like our moms or just life in general. <laughs> and I was like, we can't be the only two that are experiencing these things. We can't be the only ones on like this turn of adulthood, trying to figure things out and wanting to lean on our parents for certain supports, but not really know how to go about it. And so we're like, let's talk about it. I was like, let's do a podcast. And the seed shot me down. She's like, shut in. I showed it. I was like, podcast. If anybody, for the people who might know me, um, I'm I'm introverted. I don't I don't like. I can make it seem like I like to you know be out and talk to people, but really, there's only a certain group of people that I like to talk to. So podcast. That's so true. When she says podcast, I'm thinking, oh, so you want me to go in here on the internet and tell my deepest like secrets on the internet? Excuse me? On Al Gore's internet. <laughs> <laughs> On the internet? Are you kidding me, Melissa? No. You can have that. <laughs> Shot me down. And I was like, what? 
Like that would be so dope. Like I know there has to be, even if it's one person, there has to be one person out there that's like, you know what? That is so real. I thought it was just me. And so I was like, bro, we got to do this podcast. We got to do it. We got to do it. She's shooting me down. She's like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I started playing it without her anyways. I'm like, shit, I'm going I'm to wear her down. Yeah. <laughs> and she's going to do this podcast. Yeah. And so um, a few, so for context, a few months ago, maybe a year or so ago, I called Nasid with another crazy idea. Mm. And I was like, hey, come on this TV show with me. And she was like, bro, what? I was yeah. like, bro, just listen, come and audition for this TV show with me. It's going to be great. And we're going to tell you guys all the details of what happened because we did make it onto TV. We're gonna tell you all about another episode. So one day I'm talking to the feed and I'm trying to bring up this podcast again. I was like, listen, I just want you to know the last time we was on TV, we won over $50,000. So would I really see you wrong? <laughs> would I? <laughs> and so she's like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Literally last week, y'all, I'm like, okay. It's all or nothing. I was like, Nancy, let's do a podcast. She's like, I mean, shoot, we board in the house, in the house board, might as well. <laughs> If I'm laughing. <laughs> right, right, right. So, I mean, we're finally here. The whole purpose of Bell Farm is to just talk about our experiences as Haitian Americans, Haitian American yes. women. It really just is the just things women that we. Too. Yeah. Oh, well, if you're a human, some I don't know, some men can relate to you. So anybody. Right. Right. It's it this for everybody. Right, okay. Right. We just wanted a chance to talk about things um from our perspective. And we hope that you guys enjoy it. We hope that you guys um identify with some of it. We hope you guys just en- enjoy the ride. Follow us on the ride. Because mm-hmm. it's such a journey for us, and we're inviting you to take that journey alongside us. And we're we are so I don't know about you, Nancy. I'm excited. I know we're not going to be like Jesus and Jolo, but if we can be like <laughs> Jesus and Jojo, I'll be okay. <laughs> Jesus and Jojo. Um, Listen. Right. You're right. You're right. And I honestly, when sitting down and thinking about it, you know, Melissa was right. There's people out there that can identify. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What'd right. you say? Melissa had you some sort of point. Um, you said I was right? No, okay. I didn't. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, there's there's a platform. There isn't a platform, or not much of a platform, um, for people like us. So it's just like, why yeah. not? Why yeah. not just try to put and something out there? That why not? I I totally agree. And you know, and if it this process is like a little bit. <laughs> I know. Also, like, I want y'all to know, this is the loudest Nasid has ever spoken in her life. <laughs> Bro, this girl, this girl be whispering like a cat, y'all. Not, <laughs> wow. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> make tell me, sense. tell me, why do, why do they say whisper like a cat? Uh, you know what? We're not going to get into that. I just, I, okay. okay. Guys, I come from, you know, being Haitian. They loud, just a loud family. They're very loud. My dad's voice can just, it, it penetrates. And so yeah. I naturally, I grew up to be a little bit more quiet. Like I just, you know, why all that, why all that noise? You don't need that. It's all good. So naturally, I, I'm a little bit more soft-spoken. Okay. All right. And so I'm so <laughs> glad you put on your outside voice just for me. I 
I I could never repair. I love you so much for yeah, that. Whatever. Truly, truthfully. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, you guys, we are so excited. Um, we're excited to see where this goes. And just this process of us starting it has been so eye-opening. I've stumbled upon several Haitian podcasts. Shout out to y'all. Mm-hmm. Nicole Ligli's mm-hmm. Lakai, Zoe Viewpoint, and I'm sure there's a couple others out there. Um, I think there's one called Colem. Is that what it's called? If I'm not mistaken. Um, so we've been learning so much in this process. And so we, we're excited. We don't know where this is going to go, but y'all just buckle up, join us for the ride. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So So we're going to jump into our main topic, um, for this episode and it's called, Oh, you Haitian? (laughs) so um someone sent us a letter jennifer from seattle didn't know even though there was haitians out there in seattle she that one haitian out there right she's the only one holding it down shout out to jenny fair in seattle the haitians don't like the cold so i wouldn't i wouldn't think that you know what you right well you know what i don't know because you don't feel uh yeah. And it's cold up here. There's yeah. so many Haitians and up Canadian here. And Haitians. So. Okay. I don't know. But mm-hmm. go ahead. What Jen got to say? Right. We're going to send you some Haitians out there, Jen. <clears throat> so Jen says, what does it mean to be considered Haitian? Being born in Haiti versus being born in the U.S. How, how Haitian are we? How good is our Creole? And does that make us less Haitian? Okay. That's like 17 questions. Okay. <clears throat> Nizid, I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to let you go first on that one. Um, I would say that what it means to be Haitian is one, having an interest for your culture. Uh, Ooh, come on. Because Ooh. I've met a lot of Haitians who just don't know how to speak Creole. They, you know, only had the food <laughs> or maybe you okay. know, they, they haven't been exposed to a lot of Haitians. <laughs> Um, culture and you know that's not their fault but when you get older you do have the resources to learn more about your culture about where you came from about your motherland so I would say to be Haitian one I mean one of your parents gotta be Haitian (laughs) I would think right okay with that um biologically yeah and I would say that to be Haitian is really taking pride in the place that you're from that your parents are from um and learning about that I feel like there is no basic level. I mean, okay, there might be some sort of basic level of being quote unquote Haitian, <laughs> but I feel like as long as you have that interest to want to learn about your culture and you know hold that pride of being Haitian, then you Haitian. Period. Yeah. Period. I mean, it's I nice to be clear on and know how to okay. make the food that you like to eat. But okay. like, <laughs> but you Listen. know, learning about your history, learning about Haiti has a very very interesting um you know it's very interesting history so i would say to at least have that but as long as you have that interest to learn about your culture you haitian and you're biologically haitian that's right what you think um i couldn't agree more i think the part that's sticking out to me about this first question being born in haiti versus being born in the u.s Mm -hmm. i mean of course Obviously, someone born in Haiti has Haitian citizenship, whereas I do not. Mm-hmm. When I go to Haiti, I got to pay the, what is it, like $10, $15 fee mm-hmm. to come into the country, mm-hmm. right? Like, of course, there's that obvious difference, but I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, <clears throat> as long as you have some sort of interest 
or like put in some sort of effort to learning more about your culture and where you come from, mm-hmm. that you you Haitian, baby. Mm-hmm. You are Haitian. I mean, I think you and I definitely have more of a Haitian upbringing than some other Haitian Americans that I know because we grew yeah. up in Haitian <laughs> church. Yeah. Like I know a lot of my Haitian friends, like, their grandmothers raised them, and so they speak very great Creole. Whereas mm-hmm. mine, I'm like, um, la paix, bon Dieu, avec <laughs> I was like, yo, this is the biggest flex because she'll be on stage and she'll like, no, about both Creole, right? You can she get down off the stage? She, you know, li, li she's not there yet. But listen, it's, it's okay. listen, it's okay if it's not already written out in the Shonda Spinners. <laughs> okay, listen, I can carry a conversation with my mom, especially if we know if we're talking about like some zen or something like not that. Zen. <laughs> not zen. But listen, if it ain't got to do with the Lord. Uh, we're, gonna work rough. On that. we're gonna work at that we're, we're gonna, gonna work on it and honestly being up here in boston has taught me i've learned so much cleo being up here being in boston mm-hmm. um a lot of my students their their parents don't speak that much english so it's, it's like diving into the deep end yeah so i'm like oh i actually know a little bit more cleo than i thought i did yeah uh you know they'd be laughing at me a little bit but they'd be like it's okay i understand i i get your point i'm like okay mm-hmm. <laughs> um so how Haitian am I? I think if there was like a scale from one to 10, I this is generous, but I'd like to say like, maybe like a five or seven. Maybe. I would say seven. Maybe. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Boy. On a scale from one to 10, how Haitian do you think you are? Uh, I feel like the older I get, the more Yo. I get. <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. And I say eight and a half because I have not mastered ligging yet. And when I do, oh baby. Oh, that's right. When I do period. Oh, period. Listen, I made some I made some Z Junjun this week. And I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. My mama might have some competition, but don't tell don't tell her. <laughs> I will say that it's because I um I want to know more about history. Want to know more just about yeah just yeah. about Haiti in general. It's not about the food, guys. Yeah. It's not just about the food. Um, so yeah, yeah just yeah. learning a little bit more. But I say a solid eight and a, yeah. eight and a half. Because que creo la la. You see, it's here. Oh, so no. I mean, <laughs> so, so Don't these, stop us. <laughs> we don't really talk like that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, question. I hear you. Like the old. Oh, no, back to Jenny's question. So you were saying what it means to be Haitian, right? Yeah, and I I couldn't agree more. I feel like the older I get, the more Haitian I become, and the more like my mom, I'm becoming separate It's crazy. <laughs> um, a few weeks ago, I woke up Saturday morning. And I went to the kitchen. I started cleaning. I'm I'm playing Remy Lochon <laughs> on the Apple Music with my mushua on. Talk about a throwback. <laughs> and I'm just you know <laughs> just sweeping and cleaning the kitchen. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I have turned into my yeah. mother. Like I see people like outside or like on the train acting crazy. I'm like, mm. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I am turning into my mom. So I feel like the older I get, the more like my Haitian mother I yeah. become. Yeah. 
Um, and I, okay, so how good is your, your Creole and does that make you less Haitian? I mean, again, I feel like as long as you're putting in the effort, I made an active effort once I got to high school to like at least try and start like listening more and understanding and trying to speak. Mm -hmm. And then really when I came to Boston, because it was like sink or swim, I'm either going to be able to help the student or I'm not. Plus I had put on my job application. That I, to. <laughs> <laughs> I had to really force myself to start speaking more. Right. Clearly. So I, I, I don't know if it makes you less or more, but I definitely feel like we're in a time where now it's so cool to be Haitian. Mm -hmm. You should put in the effort. There are so many resources out there to mm -hmm. learn. Um, so I think as long as you're putting in the effort, we all Haitian. I don't think there should be a scale of, oh, I'm more Haitian than, it's like when, when white people are like, oh, you don't listen to Kanye? I'm blacker than you. Right. Like, calm right. down. Right. <laughs> I don't think there needs to be a scale of, oh, I'm more Haitian yeah. or you're less Haitian because of this. Yeah. You know, growing up with a Haitian, a very Haitian dad who said, Ooh. who said, <laughs> he says, um, you're going to sell for Anglais, c'est le check la manteau. This man says the only time he speaks English is when the check is not enough. That's all. The, other than that, the, the, ah, thank you for the translation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you probably have some American friends and non-Haitian friends listening. So yeah, um, being in a Haitian house where. Um, it was a little bit of a little bit of both. Mom spoke mostly English, and Dad is the one that speaks Creole and takes pride in teaching his kids like this is the language that we speak. And you know, that's beautiful. Um, I don't know how he's managed in this country thirty two years. <laughs> but he's made it oh, work. He's made it work. He's, he's, he makes it known that you know Creole is his primary language because he was a Haitian Amen. man even though he is in this country, but we'll so like you said, yeah, I think that uh, as long as you're trying and making an effort, because some people can't control how they grew up. They couldn't control if their mother That's real. spoke Crayola with them or whoever spoke Crayola. Like, right. But it's right. like I said, now I'm, I'm assuming that the people that are listening are a little bit older and have the resources to go out. Google is a great thing. Go out and, you right. know, Listen, I back to the example of me trying to speak clear. It's going like, how do you say financial aid, <laughs> FAFSA, and clear? Like, Google is a great tool, yeah, okay? Yeah. It is so good. And even, you, you mentioned, like, you know, if there are older people listening, you know, there are great resources. Even if there are younger people out there listening, like, you can use these resources, too. You should definitely go on Google and start learning how to speak clear. Look up um, Cleo cartoons or whatever it is you got to do, there. like. If you want to learn it, it's out mm -hmm. there. Go take mm -hmm. with yours. All right. So I think we can put a pin in that mm -hmm. for now. Um, Y'all, we are so, so, so excited. I can't believe we actually did this. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for excited. I think there's some great things to look forward to. Um, there's so many different aspects and topics to talk about. Um, we can't wait to share that with you guys. What are some things that you want to talk about, Melissa? Ooh, um, I'm looking forward to talking about relationships. Oh, wow. We're just gonna dive right in. I, I know. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I'm looking forward to talking about um, like career choices yeah. and like not finance, like budgeting, yeah. but just like 
Ooh, child, I'm not even going to go in off the deep end, but just yeah. <laughs> um, the expectations for us as we get older yeah. as Haitian Americans and just Haitians, mm-hmm. um, the expectations that are put on our foreign, on us by our foreign parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to that. What are you looking forward to? Um, and to put it in a more broad sense, l'école, uh, l'église, I think you are in the aspects of all of those, you know, going to school, picking yeah. a career, l'école, the church, Haitian American right. experience in a church. L'église. Yeah. Why? I can't wait to talk Why? about that too. And home life, like I, how it is growing up in a Haitian home versus when you step out being an American. Um, and even that is so like, there's so many different avenues you could go because some people grew up in like a really Christian Haitian home and some people didn't yeah. grow up in that kind of Haitian mm-hmm. home. So, ooh, this is going to be good. Yeah. We have lots to talk about. We have lots to I'm very mm-hmm. excited to see where this goes. So, Right. And y'all, we want to hear from you. We want to um, tailor this podcast to what you guys want to hear about. We want to talk about things that are hot and relevant for y'all. So please hit us up. We are on Instagram, Bell Thumb Podcast at B-E-L-F-A-N-M Podcast. And you can also reach us by email at bellthumbpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so y'all, we are so excited. Thank you so. Hopefully, you listen to this whole thing. Right. But thank you so much, Missy. Mm-hmm. You're the bomb girl. Bomb sis. We're gonna do this. Thank you. <laughs> We're gonna do this. We'll see you. Evan. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.